You're actually my second real estate agent I've had on. <laughs> are you are you really are you technically a real estate agent? Is that what yeah. you're called? Yeah, okay. I'm about to be a broker. Which oh, will be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna hear about that too, but uh yeah, this, this is episode sixty seven, one hundred podcast. I brought in Norman Williams. How's it going? Uh real estate agent and future broker, you just said. Yeah. So that sounds cool, man. <laughs> what uh what actually is a broker? Because I always hear that, but I'm like, I don't even know what the, so, what the difference is. Yeah, it's... So, if you're a real estate agent, you have to be under a broker. When a broker is, like, licensed to actually, like, do the transactions. Gotcha. So, like, right now, I'm with uh, EXP Realty of California. That's who our broker is. Like, I have almost no dealings with them other than they manage the files and just make sure everything's reviewed appropriately. They basically allow it or whatever. Yeah, whatever exactly. Want. Gotcha. So, like... Once I become a broker, I'll probably still stay with them, but I'll become an associate broker. And then, um, you know, from there, it's nothing really changes. Like, my pay doesn't change or anything. It's just, it kind of gives me more options. Like, I could technically start my own brokerage if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, in California, that would be a nightmare because there's just so many, like, legal aspects to yeah. it. It's just, I don't think it's very cost effective, but, you know, I know some people that, only want to be their own boss they don't want to have anything so a lot of people that become brokers do that so that they don't have to answer to anybody yeah sure i got it is, yeah. is there anything that's cost effective in california bro <laughs> no <laughs> starting any sort of business or anything i don't think there's anything that yeah. is easy not at all here. it's crazy like seeing like all the different taxes and fees and crap and like I didn't realize the other day uh, how many licenses you really need, like, to do anything. Yeah. It's like, me and my grandpa were talking about it, because um, he's selling some land out in Blythe uh-huh. with me right now, and he had to get, we had to get three different licenses in escrow to transfer the water rights, the mineral rights, and the agricultural uh, runoff rights. And really? Like, yeah. I was like, that's just so stupid. That doesn't even make sense because it's on like one property or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, why would I have to get all these? Exactly. They just found a way to like squeeze another like, you know, 70 bucks for each license out of you. Wow. It's crazy, right? <laughs> is there, is there something that you prefer, uh, like working with more? Do you like working with land or like houses or something that's easier for you to sell or something that's more your specialty or? Um, I, I don't, I was never that person that like got into a specialty by any means i've always done any deal that comes across like i'm i don't ever want to turn anybody down yeah thing and you know the common complaint about realtors is they don't answer their phone they don't do their job and you know i wanted to be different when i became a real estate agent so that was like the main thing to me is i want to be able to help everybody that i can and if i can't legitimately help them then i'll tell them otherwise but like you know, like right now I have, last week I just had one close in South Palm Springs um, in Park Andreas for 855000 And the next day I had a friend's mobile home right up here in Sky Valley close for 32000 That is or something. so cool. <laughs> that is so legit. Yeah. I like that, man. And so you're just, you're helping everybody. Anybody that's kind of, yeah. you know, you think you can actually help, you actually yeah, you know, do it. Exactly. Like I... I got a call the other day for some land up in Joshua Tree. And, like, I grew up up there, so I actually know the area. So, like, yeah. if you look through my, like, roster of listings right now, it's, like, a couple land, a couple mobile homes, uh, a couple condos, a couple houses, a couple duplexes. Like, I've got it all. Like, a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I've been very fortunate to, like, be busy, you know. Like, yeah. I just fall out after a couple of years, but I'm just 
continually going up. How long have you, have, <laughs> how long have you been in real estate and, and what, like how, how, I always like hear people getting into it, but I feel like a lot of people never really get fully into real estate. Yeah. Like what do you, what, what is that step that you have to take to actually like do it full time or like start getting some houses <laughs> and start actually making some moves? Yeah, it's. It's really hard. So, um, like, I jumped in full-time this March. Uh, March 13th will be my three years. Okay, okay. Um, so, I went into it full-time, like, right off the bat, because a couple people that I talked to kept saying, like, if you don't become a full-time agent, you'll be a no-time agent. You're just not, it's not going to yeah, work out. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can't do it part-time, and if you're really dedicated to it, it's pretty quick to start making money, like, in reality, um, where a lot of people fail is they try and juggle too many things and then they can't prospect for new clients. They can't, you know, they can't follow up accordingly. Like my average response time, like on my CRM is like less than eight minutes. Oh yeah. So like, you're, you're getting back to people immediately. Yeah, exactly. Like even that's, you know, if they come in in the middle of the night, I still, you know, half the time I'll wake up and still respond. Like it's just weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's where I see a lot of real uh, real estate agents start failing is they can't keep up with, you know, everything going on if they're doing it part-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the licensing is super easy. I know a lot of people say that that's super hard, but, I mean, it took me three weeks to do all the classes online. I was going to say, I feel like there's a lot of options to yeah. get, like, your license, you know? It's so, so it's fast like, if you want to. Yeah, man. I, I feel, nowadays, too, with tech and everything, I feel like... Yeah. You, know, you can get your license and anything pretty quickly, you know. Yeah, if you, for if you sure. Put your head into it. What uh, what you, what got you into real estate? What made you make that move? I I actually always wanted to be in it. Like in high school, I always said I wanted to. And really? Everybody was like, "No, that's stupid. Like you're an idiot. Like real estate agents are like used car salesmen and whatever." And I was like, "Okay, maybe you're right." And I like. You know, I kind of took that peer pressure of, like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started going through college. I think that's mostly people that are just kind of hating because yeah, they're like, for you, sure. already have, you already know what you want, and yeah. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So, yeah. no, nah, that's not right. It can't, be, it can't be what you like. Exactly. So, I, um, I went into the hotel industry. I started as a valet um, at the Hyatt in Palm Springs, and then uh, kind of did Bell stuff, Bellman time and then I became the guest services coordinator and then I worked at the JW Marriott and then I worked at the Esmeralda and Indian Wells and it just wasn't for me it was it was really cool like I made good money but yeah yeah, yeah. I was like really looking to do something it just wasn't like your passion you just weren't really yeah. into it gotcha and I was tired of like answering to a boss that was mm -hmm. the other thing is like I can't I can't t have people tell me what to do because I always do a really good job and when somebody like doesn't agree with that it like pisses me off you know yeah like, it should be done like this because that's a more efficient way and you know hotels you know they're obviously have all their criteria of what they want you to do so you can't really like break the mold of that even though there is a better way so um yeah i started working on getting my real estate license and then quit and then it was like you know full on into real estate and i think i closed my first i closed 13 deals my first year what the fuck really <laughs> yeah so you well, that's at least one a month, basically. First year, that's one a month. Yeah, well, a little extra, but obviously, like one a month. Well, that was starting good. in March. So oh March, yeah, so, damn. So more yeah, than one a month. Exactly. So I was able to. I was very fortunate, you know. Like, 
I picked it up really quick. I, I actually, were, were they any of these, like, how'd you get the first deal? Was it just you reaching out or like you posting something or like, how'd, yeah, how'd you get that first deal? It, it's really important uh, as a new real estate agent to, you know, utilize joining a team. So I started with CUD Properties mm-hmm. or KUD Properties or however, you know, however you say it. It's That's actually so CUD Properties, but a lot of people think cut when you say that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I started with them and they actually did like uh, Zillow advertising and stuff like that. And so we actually got leads from Zillow, like people registering. Mm. And so a lot of my first deals came from that. And, you know, as a new agent, your split's less. Like, I was, like, 4560 or 4555 Gotcha. Uh, so, they got more than half of my commission, but they also paid for everything. Well, not everything, but that's a story for later. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was It's actually them. going above and beyond. Like, you got to pay a little bit to, yeah, to make your money, you know? Exactly. So I get you. It was, you know, it was good for starting out, and then I just realized, like, that wasn't for me anymore either. Like I wanted a little bit more independence. Um, so there was this girl I followed on Instagram. Her name was Brandy and Brandy Pratt. And I was like, okay. so I was, I had hit her up one day and I was just asking her some questions. Cause I was going to become an independent agent and leave the team so that I could like keep more of my commission or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, her and I, she's like super open to like trying new things. So her and I kind of like partnered up and I technically joined her team and so now we do uh, Google advertising and all that stuff. So it's like constant flow of like, like on my way here, I think I got like two people registered on our website. Really? Like, hey, we need help finding a house. And um, and then the other thing is just a lot of friends and family and whatever. Do you, so do you think Google advertising in that type of way is, is more efficient than, than like Zillow? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So like Zillow's changed their algorithm and like their advertising method to be less exclusive to the agents so when a, when a lead comes in like four agents get it and then it's like a mad dash to call oh you know what that reminds me of bro and i don't know i'm sorry but that reminds me of like my drone photography right i was doing yeah. like the yelp ads or whatever yeah and when they would <laughs> do the like somebody filled out these questions and they send it to like multiple yeah. people bro that pisses me off dude because i'm like dude that we're not gonna nobody's gonna get the job dude yeah. like Everybody. Now you're making seven people compete, dude. And we're yeah. at, what are we going to do? Charge them $12 to do a whole <laughs> photography session, bro? Exactly. Like, no way, man. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. That was the worst. I even told them because they tried to call me to do ads again. I was like, honestly, it just doesn't work, dude. Like, your guys' yeah. ads are not... Like, it looks worse. Like, if my shit is posted on the ad for Yelp or whatever, I always skip that that place. Like, even when I'm on Yelp, I'm like, yeah. you're not picking that one. I'm going to go to the actual <laughs> rated, you know? Exactly. I do the same thing, like... Which is funny because, like, even on Google, I do that. I skip the first couple, but I'm yeah, like, it works for us, like getting leads. And stuff. Yeah, because some people, you know, they go to it, but but it just depends also on like your stars, your ratings, and all that shit. Yeah. And, but yeah, that, so you think Google's a little more efficient than Zillow? It's more controllable too. So like, you know, knowing how pay per click works and like doing the algorithms to put yourself. So are in you favor. looking deep into your analytics and everything? Like, yeah. are you full on? So how'd you learn that? yourself it's like a you know as i went you know like um you can look up like google analytics and see like what the most searched for terms are and then like you know circling back to like areas you want to work in like um one of our you know main things is like ranch mirage real estate and you know we're able to 
you know, hone in on which AdWords are going to bring us the most, like, return on investment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key because, you know, being in a mostly second home market, which that's shifting, too, back to, you know, more full-time people as all these riots and shutdowns and shit are happening. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I th- Do you think the market is going to... What are your pro? What are, what do you where do you think the market's gonna go? Especially after like, let's say maybe not right after the election. Let's say like a year, maybe like two years. Where do you think the market's gonna be at? There is two different thoughts on this depending on who wins. Um, the stock market and the housing market highly favor Trump winning, and that's just fact. Like, you yeah, know, the economy is based on being the most optimistic on him winning. Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily everything else, but, you know, the economy, people feel are going to be stronger. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of companies like Lennar Homes, uh, Beezer Homes, they're in uh, DR Horton. They're mm-hmm. investing a lot of money in the desert right now to continue building new houses wherever they can because they're thinking the housing market's going to be strong for the next, like, two, three years. And gotcha. And good appreciation. So the other thought is, you know, if Biden wins, it's just going to slow slightly because he plans on, you know, altering the Federal Reserve a little bit and bumping up interest rates again. And that's been what, you know, like our market's been insane. Like I had somebody get a 2.25 interest rate the other day on a home out in India and he put like $2,200 down. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, right. I need to get okay. I need to, <laughs> after this podcast, we need to talk because yeah. <laughs> I have more than twenty two hundred dollars to get a place, and I have pretty good credit, and I think I'd be okay. So yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk after this, but that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know that low interest rate. Um, you know, people are the people that are still working right now. I know a lot of people are having a hard time, but there's what do a you lot think? Of people. What do you think about Yucca and Joshua Tree? Oh man, it's crazy. I think uh, that Yucca is like my favorite spot for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but I think it's going to just, I think it's got <laughs> potential, bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it, um, between the national park getting more and more popular, like every year for the last like 10 years, it's like doubled in attendance to the park. So like, you know, 10 years ago it was like, oh, 700,000 people went. And then the next year it was like 1.2 million. And then now they're up to like 7, 8 million visitors oh, a year. shit. <laughs> Damn, man. And then you said you grew up in that area, right? Yeah, I went to Yucca Valley High School. Um, I lived in Morongo Valley. Uh huh. Cool spot. <laughs> yeah, Morongo Valley is a little, like, kind of like nothing there, right? It's a little. Yeah, it's it's gotten a little weird over the last few years. Like a little, little tweakerish, I would say. <laughs> got, <laughs> got you, got you. <laughs> but it's still a super cool spot. So, do you think? Do you think now would be the time to buy? You think? Or do you think wait till after the election, see what happens? Do you, and then let's say you are a first time buyer. What are like, is FHA, FHA, right? Is that, is that the way to go? Or should you try to not go that way and try to like get you just a regular? It, it depends on your exact situation. So, um, you know, I see a lot of people do 3% conventional loans if Uh they have a high enough credit score because it saves you, you know, some of the FHA fees, um, you know, like when you look at an FHA loan, you're going to pay three and a half percent down. Um, there's going to be, you know, some fa- form of fees in there for using the FHA program. Gotcha. And then if you have a high enough credit score, you know, chances are you can get a three percent conventional. You can get a better interest rate. It's, you know, it depends on the person. 
because FHA it basically helps you in the front end, right? Yeah. And then in the back end, it's kind of yeah. A lot of it gets baked into like the payment and like yeah. Got you. So what are, what are your steps if you're a first time home buyer? What are your steps if you're looking at buying a place? What should you do? If you're familiar with like the area you want to be in, then the first step is to get pre-approved. Um, right now, a lot of people won't even let you go see a house without being pre-approved because of COVID. Gosh, so yeah. You're not even allowed through the door. <laughs> um, before, like when we were allowed to just go see stuff and there was actually stuff on the market because our inventory is horrible right now. Um, I would take people out like they weren't familiar with the area and say like hey you know like do you like this area palm springs cathedral city ranch mirage and like we'd go through across the valley and then just kind of drive around and yeah. check it out got you, yeah. got you. and i thought that was really important because a lot of people think palm springs but in reality they want to be in like la quinta yeah they, yeah they just think everything's palm springs and you know they call and they're like oh we want to be in palm springs we want you know a four bedroom house on an acre and i'm like well that's like Indio. Well, you're not going to find that <laughs> yeah. in Palm Springs. Yeah. How much are you trying to spend? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our budget is $200,000. I'm like, okay, you're going to be better off in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> you're in California? Yeah. Yeah, you sure. <laughs> Shit. You're going to have to go find Yucca and it's getting yeah. pretty slim over there. I don't well, know. You're going to find a place quick. Right. <laughs> oh, man. How, okay. How, and this is just because of this current climate we're in. And I know there's a lot of people that are on un- unemployment. How does that fuck with you if you're going to try to get a house? Because I feel like there's a shitload of people on unemployment. Yeah. And maybe a lot of people yeah. that are on unemployment that aren't really unemployed. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. It Lenders have really, like, tightened up their rules. Um, that's why I don't think there's going to be, like, another housing market crash like we saw in 2008. Because it's still super hard to get a loan. Gotcha. It's not, like, just open to everybody. It's yeah. Like, so they verify employment three times now through the lending process. So they do it when it gets sent to underwriting, uh, when it gets out of underwriting, and then uh, they verify it before closing. So those three times, um, I just had one. Uh, she worked for the airlines, and she found out she was getting furloughed when they called to verify employment. She didn't even know. She was, like, literally losing her job. Oh, shit. So, you know... If she would have been on an unemployment or something, they would have just said no. So anybody that's on it, technically speaking, can't get a loan. Uh huh. I don't even know if there's a way around it, to be honest. <laughs> what about so? Is there like a, a certain period after you get off of it that you should that you should wait until it's like all right now I can try to get pre-approved and. It depends on the loan you're getting, but um, to the best of my knowledge, it's like two months of pay stubs. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not yeah. like a horrible. That's not. I used to hear like way back in the day, man. It's like years. Like you need to have like a year, two years of employment. I'm like, if what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, if you're like, self-employed, they will ask for that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sucks because like you think buying a house as a real estate agent would be easy, but it's like the exact opposite. Yeah, like because you're you're yeah, working for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's but, like yeah. they want to see taxes and all this other stuff. I'm like, damn. Oh, man. You're like, dude. I only paid seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you a home? Are you a homeowner? And are you in? Are you into investing like yourself? Like, do you have any uh, homes that you be you have on Airbnb? Anything crazy like that? 
Uh, me and my girlfriend have one. It's actually more so hers. It's actually all hers. <laughs> but uh, we have an Airbnb in Joshua Tree. And then um, I have a house in Morongo Valley. It was a house I grew up in. Um, I got it from my parents when they moved. So I got a sweet deal on it because I knew the owner. got a sweet deal <laughs> on it. That's so funny, man. So we're actually going to probably tear that down soon because it's... You know, it's pretty old and beat up. Me and my brother did a number on it. You're we going to rebuild that thing or what? We're going to put probably like a container home up there. I like that style. And, and we're on five acres at the end of a dirt road up on top of a hill. Oh, so shit. it'll be a really cool Airbnb. Um, how much... How, is it hard to get... Like, Because I think a lot of people don't really look too deep into it. Is it hard for you to build your own home? Like, Is it just hard for people to make it seem? Permitting? Yes and no. Um it's a pretty long process and you can usually expect to spend quite a bit extra than you had planned. Um, the good way around that is having a good general contractor that like actually works. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, the brokerage I worked for before, they built a bunch of homes in Palm Springs, uh, Palm Desert, and Joshua Tree. And it's really just, you know, like Joshua Tree, their uh, inspector office is only open one day a week so like if you finish something on like tuesday and he needs to come out to and do the inspection you're like okay cool but that wednesday if you say you finish it that day well you have to wait until next wednesday to continue on with the process Jeez. so that's like seven days you're sitting there like you know money coming out of your pocket and whatever else is there any reason for that them being open one is it because they're not that busy it's county land so like the county's in charge of everything and you know San Bernardino County I think is like the largest county in the United States oh, so really? they just don't have the resources to deal with stuff out in BFE <laughs> they're like they've got like one guy that'll come to it like he's just rolling up in his little Prius yeah like, what <laughs> <laughs> for real so I'm just like driving from hours away like fuck this place i don't know yeah. why i'm here i don't know why i'm here for today but whatever you better hurry up and get your shit done i'm leaving right at three i'm leaving yeah. at three on the 255 actually i'm out a couple minutes early he's all pissed because his hubcaps fell off on the dirt road that's so. so funny man what um i've honestly never even been to joshua tree like, is there shit out there? Or is it just strictly yeah. nut? Like, it, yeah. It's like a lot of nothing, which is what makes it cool. And, like, that's the something that people go to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, can but, you have internet over there? Oh, dude, they have such good internet up there. I was shocked. When we got it installed at the Airbnb, I was like, I was like, we have dog shit internet in La Quinta. And Wait, it's good. Have, it's like good, good. Dude, that is the sketch. That's from the sketchiest part of me moving away. I'm like, dude, because I want to do like my podcast shit. I'm like, dude, I don't know if the internet would be good enough for me to do anything I do. You know, it's like, yeah. All right, we it. have uh, 400, uh, like the best one that they offer from Spectrum up there. It's like 400 down, like 50 up. So it'll do. That's not bad, man. Yeah. I saw I saw on your Instagram too. You're into cars. Are you are you a big car guy? I saw your Tesla out there, bro. Oh yeah. Are you a Tesla guy? <laughs> I am now. <laughs> what do you you like it? Oh, it's so cool. Is it the Model Three? Yeah. Oh my God, I want a Tesla. I, I was talking to my parents because my I technically have two cars in my name. I shouldn't have two cars in my name, but it's a long story <laughs> that I will talk about off air. But uh, I'm trying to sell one. Well, I'm gonna end up trying to sell both. But one is almost paid off. I'm about to sell it, and then once I sell it, I have just my truck. And once I sell that thing, dude. 
I am getting a Model 3. Like, yeah. that is my goal. How is that your favorite car you've had so far? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been through six cars now. I had a Jetta was my first car. Then I got a Passat. Then I got an Audi S4. Then I had a Honda Accord, which I just sold for the... Oh, so five. I've had five cars. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. <laughs> it's by far the best car. And it's... Ooh not that expensive like that's what I, it's, yeah it's really not right and then how how is like the mileage basically like like are you ever like fucking on you know e or whatever you call it on um, your power <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the other day i was like a little little scared <laughs> i was coming back from 29 palms i drove it all the way up there okay and then i was coming back down and i got all the way to like the 10 freeway at 62 and I was like, fuck, I forgot to check my mail. Because <laughs> oh, I have shit. a post office box in Morongo Valley. Okay. So I turned around, drove all the way back up. And I turned around, and the grade was closed because of a car accident. So I really screwed myself there. So it, it started getting a little. You low. had a few things <laughs> going on. So yeah. I just kind of added to it. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I like coasted back into La Quinta um, and like pulled into the house, and it was like. 10 miles left over. Oh, <laughs> how, what, um, you have the self-driving, right? No. You so, oh, you well, they the... all, they all come with autopilot, but like the full self-driving is like an additional. Oh, you're, you're so, like, no, I'm not fucking with that. It's $10,000. I'm like, that's a, I'm like, I'm just waiting for that thing to crash somebody into like a wall or something. I know, dude. I'm like, if I get one though, I'm put, I'm paying that extra 10, dude. I had my buddy, he got one and he's like, dude, I I got it, dude, and I went to the Dodger game, and I didn't even drive. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Right. <laughs> oh, man, it's so cool, man. I, You think Tesla is, like, you think that's going to be, I, I feel like that might be the biggest car brand by, like, I don't know, well, within I, the next 20, 30 years, probably. It pretty much already is. Like, is it? They've been the number one selling car in the United States for, like, the last, like, five or six quarters or something. Really? Yeah, they've been outselling, like, the Camry, the Accord, like, all sorts of stuff. Shit, and then their stock price is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right? I, I was in it. I was in, there's, I was in Tesla two, three years ago, dude. I was in the stock, and I was like, I got scared. I was like, ah. I gotta, sell it. <laughs> yeah, I got I'm such a weenie when it comes to the stock market, bro. I'm such a bitch. I'm like, I just like, I'm, I'm the worst, bro. I'm the worst. I'm like, uh, if I go up like two percent, I'm like, I'm out. If it goes down like fucking a dollar, I'm like, I'm out. You know, and it's I'm like, losing money here. Yeah, dude, it's the worst. And then seeing that shit just, and and I've been in a couple, dude. I've been in a couple stocks that flew after. You even like, like workhorse. Have you ever heard of workhorse? Mm-hmm. No, you you you're in the stock market at all? You ever fuck with that yeah, shit? Yeah, I am actually. Okay, workhorse. Not crazy though. Uh, another another um, electric vehicle company, man, and they, one time, uh, Trump mentioned it, like, one time, like, when he first became president or something, in, like, a <laughs> press conference, and that shit flew, like, 4,000% or something in one day, and I oh think it went gosh. from, like, a dollar, like, two dollars, to now it's, like, 22 bucks a share, and that was yeah. within, that's within a year, you know, and it's just, I never hold on to these stocks that I was in, man, and they make, it, I'm I'm almost <laughs> done with the stock market. I think I might be done with it because it drives me crazy. Yeah. Are you an investor? Investor? Or are you a trader? I just put money in and like forget about it, and then I go look back at it like a year later, and I'm like, wow. 
I made some money. That's yeah, good. this was smart. <laughs> what, are, what are some stock shoots? Are you just blue chipping? Blue chip stocks? Um, well, let's look. I have like the let's, whole. Oh, let's <laughs> do it. What do you use? I actually use Stash now. I used like the. Oh, I got you. So you're really not even really fucking with it too much. You're like, you just put your money away and you're like. Yeah, because I was using uh, Chase to invest for a long time, but like they kept sending me emails and I was like, this is annoying. Like. I don't want to see how it's working each day. Gotcha. Like, so I, I started using Stash because it was free. Like, because I'm like just putting the money in. I didn't want to. So I got like Tesla, Apple, Coca Cola, Activision, Blizzard, uh, Sherwin Williams Paint, <laughs> uh, Block, which is like for. What is this? I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. Blockchain stuff. Oh, some cryptocurrencies? Yeah. Shit. Costco, 3M. Oh, you got some good brands, though, or, like, good businesses. Yeah, and then, like, quite a few, like, uh, mutual funds, like, a dividend-yielding one that's cool, so it just pays me every month. Yeah, that's, yeah, I like that shit. I yeah. need to I need to look deeper in that, because a lot of people talk about mutual funds, and obviously, like, any sort of stock with a dividend is, like, that's money, man, if it's a good stock. Yeah, like, I think... I did the calculation like a month ago. If you put in like a hundred something thousand dollars into Coca Cola, like you'll make a few thousand dollars a year. And it's like, you know, can't beat that. They haven't not paid a dividend in the last like hundred years. Yeah, like I'm, this is money. It's yeah. easy money. It's like I'm not smart enough to like start a business, so I might as well like you know just give this other business that's good at running a business money and they'll pay me. Oh <laughs> like, my god! I know, dude. Starting a business is so hard, bro. And so, well, real estate agent, that's like starting your own business almost, man. That's, yeah, it I, pretty I, much is. It, well, did you ever experience any sort of, like, stage fright type feeling? Like, when you, like, had to, like, try to sell a home or, like, you're bringing somebody into, like, a house or, you know, like, talking to, like, in the beginning or was it just, like, you just... There's a lot of specifics, you know, that you get asked and, like, people will ask you, like, the most random questions ever. And so I think, like, the beginning when you don't know a lot of... You can't talk. I to got them. you. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my hard thing was like finishes and houses. Like walk in and be like, "Oh, is this Corian?" I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck that is." <laughs> You're like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, okay. but like now I do, so it's like a lot better. But finishes was always my hard point. Like they'd come in and be like, "Oh my gosh, we love the, you know, the smooth coat drywall," and I'm, they're like, "How much do you think that costs?" And I'm like. I don't know. I still have holes in my drywall at home. Like, like I'm not an interior designer <laughs> at all. That's... Yeah, so that was that was my hard part. Um, as far as like deal points, like comps and neighborhoods and stuff, like that's all just research that you do before every showing, and then you get to a point where you just kind of know it offhand. Like you've uh, done a few where it's like yeah. I already kind of have my. There was, I mean, like sometimes I can go on appointments in Palm Springs and like know all the active listings in the neighborhood without even actually having to look it up. Like, I'll just know that they're there. Damn. Yeah. That's kind of legit. That's kind of crazy. What, since, you, since you're around, the, I'm pretty sure you got to be driving around the valley all the time, right? Yeah. Like you're kind of just everywhere. What are, what are some, like, hidden gems of the valley? What are some, like, spots that people don't really know about that are, like, pretty pretty cool or pretty interesting? My, my favorite one, like, where I would ultimately love to live is uh, Rancho Mirage in, like, the Tamarisk area. Uh-huh. So it's right over, like, um, in between... Frank Sinatra, Gerald Ford, what was that, Duvall, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, 
guess the next one would be Bob Hope. Uh-huh. So everything in that little square right there. So Tamara's Country Club, and then that's like the coolest area ever. There's so much like cool history right there, and cool condos, cool houses. It's pretty expensive, but just like nice style and everything, or just yeah, it's like mostly all mid-century houses. Um, there was one that I went and looked at one day, and the house right next door was Harpo Marx's old house. And then who's Harpo Marx? One of the Marx brothers, like an old. Oh okay. Yeah, like, I wish I fucking would know because I'm into all the <laughs> I'm into all the new comedians. I'm into like Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn. I love Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan's my guy, man. This is why I started this podcast. Listen to Joe Rogan all the time. I was yeah. like, fuck it, I want to just bullshit that's, and talk to people, you know? Like that's all I do is listen to Joe Rogan. That's all that's been on my car since I got it. People, so. dude, if people people need to fucking listen to the last couple episodes because they're wild, dude. The yeah. guy I'm talking about, social dilemma. <laughs> That's what I'm listening to right now. Dude, that one. wild, bro. I just finished it. And Alex Jones. Yeah. Wild, <laughs> bro. Like I told my I told my dad, I was like, my dad doesn't even listen to Joe Rogan really. And I was like, Dad, listen to Joe Rogan with Alex Jones, dude. Because my dad's a real conspiracy, like real yeah. weirdo. And I'm like, dude, listen to that shit. You'll like it. Yeah. And he listened to it now. I've caught him. Like I've walked into the house a few times and he's been listening to Joe Rogan. I'm like, Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I hooked you, bro. But <laughs> dude, he's like crazy to listen to. Yeah, Alex Jones. I've always like liked listening to him because it's like he just gets you thinking. Like even though I think he's like probably clinically insane, he's a little psycho. <laughs> yeah, like he's a little crazy. Yeah, he's like way over the top. But like, I like listening to people that like provoke thought. You know, like yes, like Joe Rogan. Like it, you you never know like what his opinion actually is, which is super cool. And he'll talk to any anybody and everybody. And the thing that I realized is all these people that are made out to be actually crazy, like the Kanye West one, dude, I have like a way bigger respect now for Kanye than I did. Yeah. I was kind of crazy what he was talking about. I was like, man, this was really thinking deep. Yeah. He's just got a different head on his shoulders than most of us, you know, like he's not, he's a little insane, but like, yeah, some of his shit, he's like, I'm the most successful person I know. I was like, oh, you can't say that, Kanye, but okay, we'll just, we'll keep going. You don't know the right people, Kanye. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, all right, bro. Yeah, but, you know, like, that's always, I don't know. It's just that he brings on anybody and everybody, man. That's what I love about it, and and like you said, it just makes people that seem crazy or seem a little off, or even Miley Cyrus, dude. Yeah. And Miley Cyrus on, I was like, she sounds pretty normal, you know? Like, yeah. She sounds not as crazy as the tabloids make her out to right. be, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck. It, it, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I love listening to that shit. I, I kind of, I was even thinking on my way to, to here today, on my way to, to the podcast, like, man, I was like, we got two pretty, like, shitty candidates for president. Oh, I was like, we really horrible. need to, yeah, we really need to think what our choices, we, what we want, you know, four years from now. I was like, we really need somebody, we need to not go left or right. We need to go for somebody that's in the middle. And I think the best person that would be would be Joe Rogan, dude. Right, right. I think he's middle. I think he talks to anybody. Everybody gives everybody a, a platform, and that's the person I want. I want a guy that's like, bro, I don't lean on either side. I don't, yeah. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I am just a fucking guy that yeah. and I think wants that's, to get better. That's what we were, I think, hoping that Trump would be. When, yeah, when that's what we were hoping a and little bit. He, he he's not as, he's not a, the devil like everybody makes yeah, him out to be, exactly. but he's not fucking killing the game either. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you know? and, 
And then you look at the Democrat side and that whole roster of people that were running for president, and they came out with Joe Biden. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he's the best you guys have to choose from? Like, there Terrible. are so many awesome people that are on the Democrat Party. And, you know, like, I think the main thing is, you know, you can't have somebody that's too far one way. Yeah. Because then literally half the country doesn't agree and they're pissed. And it's like, you know, like, my parents live in South Dakota and, like, you know, their way of life is, like, hunting, fishing. It's not California. Yeah, exactly. It's not like here. And they, they're so, they're scared to death of the thought of Joe Biden becoming president because all of their livelihood from oil to agriculture to everything is, like, they're, they're actively talking about it out there. They're like, we're fucked. That's their thought. Yeah. And it's like, we don't necessarily think that here, but it's like, you know, I can see how it's so polarizing, you know, like, you know, to us, it's like, ah, you know, this sucks either way. But like to them, their way of life is so affected one way. They think. Exactly. Yeah. It might not be at all, but, and that's kind of what I think too is, is on, on top of all of this is, you know, like the president really, we kind of really make our own life. So, you exactly. know, we can sit here and we can think whoever's going to fuck us and, and whatever. Yeah. They might they might change the taxes. They might increase taxes and make it, take more of our money or whatever. But in reality, we kind of make our own life. And, and money or whatever doesn't make your life happy. You exactly. know, it does make it easier. Yeah. I do agree with that. <laughs> <Right>. But, <laughs> you know, you, you still got to make your own shit. So. Yeah. That, that, I couldn't have said that better. Because people really don't realize, like, my life is not any different than it was under Obama I was a kid when George Bush was president. Yeah. I mean, he probably wasn't that great either, but like, you know, I, you know, I go to my grandpa a lot for advice, you know, and like he says that one of the best times in history that he can remember was Bill Clinton as president. I hear that from a lot of people. Yeah. And people like make him out like he sucked. And it's like, you know, you really think about it though. And it's like, you know, all of our lives have been pretty much pretty good forever. You know, like, like you said, nothing is actually affected. For the most part. Yeah, like, exactly. Except, you know, when people hate you for, <laughs> like, voting one way or whatever. Like, and that's, sucks, but... that's something I, I even posted on my Instagram. I was like, you know, when your friend or even somebody you don't know, when they vote for the other person and you don't talk to them or you don't like them because of that, you're kind of retarded, bro. Because half of yeah. the country is voting for the other person, dude. Yeah. It's like, what is the vote? Like, 51 to 49% or 52 to 48 Usually when it comes down yeah. to the vote or whatever. So it's like, bro, it's 50-50. Like, you have two choices. That's on us. We, we, we left two shitty choices. It's not really... And I think the thing that sucks is people aren't voting, for one, because they agree wholeheartedly with one person. They're voting because the things that they hold dear are like... You know, like, I know everybody that, you know, owns a business. Like, they're like, fuck, like, we really like Biden, but we kind of like the low taxes. Like, my one yeah. buddy's been able to hire, like, five people. Like A lot of people and, with businesses, man, that are making, like, any sort of, like, you know, six figures are basically, like, fucking Biden is scaring the fuck out of me. Exactly. You know? It's yeah. like, you know, that's something that a president does affect is, like, your taxes or whatever. Like, yeah. so, like, their thought of, like, having more regulation and more fees and more taxes, like, that scares people. And that's enough to, you know, alter your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Especially for a business owner, you know. Exactly. Those that they're dealing with a lot more and they got a lot more, you know, I feel like even responsibility because a lot of business owners have multiple employees. They got, you know, they're dealing with a lot yeah. more than just you. You're not just working for yourself, you know, working for somebody. Well, especially in California because if you, like, 
fuck up and do the wrong thing and lay them off wrong or something, you're responsible for still paying them, you know? It's yeah, like, it's just so... <laughs> so it's like, you know, you don't want to bring people on and then be responsible for them if you can't keep them going, so... I... I... Yeah, I, th- I think I think we've gotten so far one way. We need to kind of like even it out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I think people need to just kind of like chill out and go. <laughs> That's what I really think. Like, just chill out, really. Like, not even even it out. Just, bro, like, focus on what you can control. Yeah. Like, enjoy what you enjoy. Like, you know, your life or whatever. And just, why are we all acting like we hate each other? Like, fuck. Just ten years ago, everybody was fine. Yeah. I was just, I just, all my dude. Half my friends are black, dude. So it's like, bro, like, can we all just like chill out a little bit, you know, and just like get back to just like, fuck, let's just live life, dude. Like, I yeah. got a fan, I got kids and shit, dude. I don't want to feel like we're going into civil war if somebody wins, you know. Like, I, I'm scared to death. Like, I, I make sure like Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm like, no appointments. I'm staying home. No appointments. <laughs> the gun's cocked and ready to go. This is purge, baby. Just, right? Dude, I know. That's how I feel too. I'm like, but I, I really just want it to be over. I just want whoever wins, wins, whoever loses, loses, and just call it a day. And yeah. just get, get to back to life, dude. Like, I, it's about to be snowboard season for me, so I'm ready to just go right? snowboarding. That's all I'm waiting <laughs> about, man. I feel it, yeah. I just... I see it a lot in real estate. People are like, oh, we're going to wait until after the election and stuff like that. And I'm like, fair enough. But, like, at the same time, like, if you can, what's going to change, you know, to where you're going to do it or not do it? Based yeah. On that. What do you, how do you feel about what, if you didn't live in California, is there, a, like, have you ever thought about leaving the state? Yeah, I've actually thought about it a lot. Um, my... <laughs> I have a lot of friends that live in Texas, like in uh, Frisco, McKinney area, like North Dallas. Okay. And I would love to go there. Um, otherwise, my brother's stationed in Nevada at Nellis Air Force Base, and he's going to be there for probably a long time. So, you know, me and my brother are like best friends. So it'd be cool to like, you know, move there, and then that way we could still be hanging out. All the yeah, time. yeah. I go to Vegas probably once a month just to see him. Because he's been on lockdown. He hasn't been allowed to come to California. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, so, fuck, I gotta go. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I've been the one making the trips out to see him, and um, which has been super cool. I mean, good excuse to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, bro, I haven't even been to Vegas since I was an adult, so yeah, I don't man. know. But I, I, I do hear Vegas is actually a nice area, like Nevada, Vegas areas, if you're not on the strip all the time, yeah. you know. But And then Texas I hear about too, so... I've thought about Texas, I just get, I, the only thing that keeps me from leaving California is we have everything here. Yeah. You know, like, we have everything, you got the ocean, you got mountains, you got... And we're in a cool spot, because we're kind of like an hour to two hours away from everything. Yeah. So it's like river, beach, mountains, like, like everything's all, here. Yeah, it's right there. And that's why I hate on this place, and then I think about it, I'm like, Jesus, bro, if I left this place, cause I did, I moved to Arizona, I actually did like Arizona, though, I liked, I lived in... Like, pretty close to Phoenix. I lived in Mesa. Okay. And, like, that that was nice. Living kind of by a big city. It was cool driving. Even, like, because I, I was, like, an Oakley brand ambassador. So, I just go to different stores, checking all their Oakley. Yeah. You know, whatever displays and all that. And it was cool, man. Driving through the, the fucking big city to work and shit. Like, that was nice. So, I, I just felt like there's a lot of potential. So, that was the one thing I did, like, about living in a kind of a big city. But... I don't know, man. This this valley, I don't know. There's something about it. I do love yeah. this valley, but then again, I do hate it sometimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. The other place I would go maybe is South Dakota, just because, um, like, my parents live there, and 
you know, all my family is from there. So South Dakota, that is too fucking much for me, buddy. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's dude. like negative twenty right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know about that. Living, I have some family that live in uh, like kind of like Salinas area, like Salinas, California, like they're kind of yeah. like central northern California kind of. But they're like in the mountains. They don't live in like a city. They live basically like on the mountains. They go like boar hunting and shit. Like I'm like. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's like, like the same difference dude. of living in South Dakota. Yeah, exactly. I've gone to visit him. Like, dude, I, we're eating like wild boar. And I'm like, Jesus, this is a little wild. But uh, I kind of like it, you know? Right. You know, taking me back to my old days, my redneck, redneck style. I, they have like a little, um, they have like a couple acres, dude. I have like, I have like a couple ants, a couple uncles. It's like a little... A little cult over there. They have like a mountain to themselves. With yeah. A couple acres. Yeah, it's weird, bro, but it's cool, man. It's yeah. fun going out there. It's fun. I think people don't realize either because a lot of people are stuck on their phone all the time. Like, bro, you gotta get out and like see nature a little bit because it's healthy for you. Like, people don't realize like walking around in the woods and stuff like makes you happy. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. It just gets things flowing. Yeah, walking around the woods on shrooms makes you real happy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. Or scared, especially Halloween. That shit might be a little scary on Halloween. Right. Man, but where can people find you, bro? On Instagram, social media. Drop your social media so I can, if yeah. they want to reach out for a house or something. Cool. My uh, Instagram is Norman, period, the Pratt Group. <laughs> and then um, Facebook, Norman Williams. All right. And then what about your guys', what's your guys website, your real estate so we have two, um, one of them's theprattgroup.com, and then the other one is uh, brandyprattrealestate.com. Gotcha. So um, theprattgroup.com is getting built right now, so we're still using the old one, which is theprattrealestate.com. Um, that's actually the one where people like register all the time, so yeah. that's cool. Um, and then, yeah. Damn, so you guys, you kind of just went in there and just, yeah. <laughs> you just like became her partner out of nowhere or what? Yeah, it was, like, weird, because I was asking her, I was like, hey, how do you like being with EXP? Because I knew they were, like, a good uh, brokerage to be with, like, if you're an independent agent. Uh And we just got to talking, and we were like, she was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, join my team. We'll work together, and we'll do that. And so now it's um, me and her, and then Katie is the uh, transaction coordinator. So she does, like, all the paperwork and, you know, pretty much everything involved, like, uh, logistics wise of the deal and then um, then Jessica just started with us and she's great she's been an agent for like eight years oh shit yeah so she's really good and then um, Brandy's husband Dave works with us too um, so he's doing great he just started not too long ago so damn it seems like you guys just went in all the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was and, crazy cause like you know at, at the old brokerage I was like you know I was doing well but not as well as I'm doing now and it's it's been nice to have like a really like the culture is all about success you know and like Gosh, pushing each other to like do better and it's crazy how much that, that that'll change you you know like how much just like you walk into your job and if it like the culture's right you know like even the vibes are right people are like trying to get better like you'll get better if people fucking yeah. hate it you'll fucking hate it you'll That's be like fuck true. this place you know yeah i think the other thing too is that not everybody that says they want the best for you actually wants the best for you facts and that was something i learned uh pretty quick 
<laughs> yeah, they might be the closest person to you. Yeah. You might think, damn, this is the person who's my best friend or my whatever, and bro. Yeah, and you see that a lot in real estate because, you know, as soon as somebody's money gets involved is when they start, you know, being a little sketch. And, you know, that's the one thing that we're all really, like, proud of is that we all want each other to succeed. Like, we're always looking for new agents, too. Like, yeah. And, you know, that's the big thing is, like, we want to see everybody that comes on our team succeed and, like, do really well. And, you know, every other brokerage will say that, but, you know, it's not. <laughs> and that's what's crazy, too, though, is is wanting everybody to succeed. That is, like, a, that's a conscious choice, you know, because, like, it's very easy to be jealous. It's very yeah. easy to be, like, uh, he did this, but fuck him, you know, or whatever. Or yeah. like, you know, like, you just think, like, oh, I could have done it better. I could have made an extra dollar, whatever, you know, people think. But it's, like, you got to really just be happy for people, and that's a conscious choice every day to be, like, I'm just happy they're doing good. I'm happy you're doing well. I'm happy you're doing well because, bro, why? Why even hate on other people? And a lot of people do that. A lot of people yeah. are just fucking... Do they want you to do good but not as well as them, you exactly. know? It's crazy. Like, there's enough to go around for everybody. If everybody's, like, actually working, there's plenty of work for everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seems like the people that are jealous are the ones that, like, at least in real estate, the ones that are jealous are the ones that, like, don't want to work. And but still want everything to come to them, mm-hmm. or they're just greedy. <laughs> yeah, and that that happens, and then that's how I even feel on like this YouTube, you know, YouTube channel, whatever. Like, I, I have almost two hundred subscribers on YouTube, which is like I think it's all right. It's not as decent for YouTube. YouTube's hard. I feel like to get subscribers, especially when I'm not advertising or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, it's like I have like almost a thousand people on Instagram. It's like, bro, all I gotta do is hit a button to subscribe but you don't even pay shit dude. Yeah. You know, like, I just, it's free to support me yeah dude like I, I can support you back I'll subscribe yeah. back bro like you know like, yeah. but I, I don't know people people just feel like it kills their rep or something if they subscribe to somebody's shit it's so. so weird how people are so not forthcoming with you know like being helpful Especially with people they know, you know? Yeah. And they don't know you, yeah. They'll see you, they'll subscribe to your shit, they'll comment yeah. on your shit. They know you, they're like, uh, it's not that good. Yeah. I don't want to, I can't watch it, you know? I see that a lot, like, with my friends and stuff. Like, there's the occasional friend that, like, won't use me as an agent. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I thought I was, yeah, like, yeah, kick it we, with you, bro. Yeah, Why did you we were friends. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. And that's what I guess you gotta just let it go, you know? I just try to let it go and just... You know, some people just are just going to be haters and it is what yeah, it is. Exactly. And you just got to give out the good vibes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, you know, we live a very short life in the grand scheme and it's, you know, thinking about it, you're like, you can't let little stuff like that bother you. And, yeah, man. You know, if somebody else wants to be unhappy their whole life, that's more power to them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they want to hate on me. I mean, they'll do something good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. 100 podcast, Norman Williams. This is episode 67. We made it. I think we're at 45 to an hour. Ooh, almost an hour. Shout out. Nice. <laughs> episode 67. 